چاوشتند of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. This is the time to do it. Apparently there will never be a better time to set new goals, realign our lives, dream dreams, Tidy up the straggly, loose ends of our story. Determine new purposes. With a new year just around the corner, the time is ripe, so the experts and the pundits and the newspaper columnists tell us, to catch people while they're in the mood, in the mood for change. Here we stand with steely resolve, a firm set to the jaw Here we stand at the start of a new year, just around the corner, and apparently, they say, this is the time when we're up for it, whatever it might be. The ducks are all in a neat row, and we can do it. We can give up smoking. We can find ourselves a new slender shape. We can keep a cleaner house. We can deal with life with a new degree of focus and commitment. Now is the time. This is the moment. Seize the day. Grab the year 2019 by the ears. Claim it. Make it yours. 2019. A new year. A new you. So they say. 
Well, the old year will soon be gone. And with it, those lists that fascinate the media, the hundred best moments of this or that, the quiz of the year, the sports personality of the year, the best photographs of the year, the key political moments of the year, they'll all be gone. And the direction we are looking in is forward. The Roman god Janus, with one head facing back and the other head looking forward, is a telling picture of where we stand at this place. The month of January within touching distance. Looking back at a past we cannot change and looking forward to a future we cannot control. Now most of us recognise that we're not the finished article. We are a work in progress. We could work more efficiently, relate more intimately, study more effectively, eat more healthily, exercise more regularly, pray more frequently. So standing on the cusp of a new year is a kind of emotional moment, a significant point in our progress, a milestone at which we can and inevitably do stop Take stock, assess the situation, see where we've come from and where we are now and where we would like to be. It's a kind of rite of passage, any new year, presenting us with a, a hinge moment. Where do we go from here? Who are we going to be in this coming year? What's going to be different and we hope better about how we deal with life, ourselves, our faith? Big talk for a budget, as they say. For we know the road to hell is paved with good intentions. We appreciate that people make sad jokes about broken New Year's resolutions. You know, like, giving up smoking is easy. I've done it hundreds of times. Aspirations that lie in pieces five minutes after they're expressed. Or maybe five days. Or perhaps if we make a gargantuan effort five weeks, giving up smoking, reading our Bible every day, losing weight, praying more often, getting up an hour earlier to own the day. The challenge is always to move the resolution from the abstract to the real world, where we live in all our busyness, with all the tugs at our sleeve that would lead us away from our first good resolve. But this is a useful time to stop and assess where we stand on our spiritual journey. Instead of just carrying on without much thought to that side of things, how is that work in progress progressing? Say we recognise that really much of it has become routine. Not much more than the background music to how we live our life. And the passion and the free song and the energy is missing. There's not as much engagement with it all as there maybe used to be. And that can happen. That happens. Well, this, this time, this opportunity presents us with the possibility that we could reconsider, recommit ourselves to our Lord. This could be a good time to do that, to offer ourselves with new purpose and clarity and passion, heart and soul, in his service. Seeing it, seeing it again, seeing it afresh, 
how he loved us, what he's done for us, how clearly he calls us, expressing our gratitude and wonder at his grace and his love and throwing ourselves onto his heart. We were nobody and he made us somebody. We were lost and he found us. Say we wanted to do that, have that rethink. This would be a good time to do it. No holding back, no half measures, no nominal faith that fails to engage with our spirit. But saying, Lord, here I am, I am yours, no holding back, no holding on tight to my jar of perfume, but pouring it over your forehead in a sweet offering, not counting the cost. This beginning time, the prospect of a new year, a fresh start, would be an excellent time to have that kind of internal dialogue. Just as it would be an excellent time to think about our willingness, our calling to offer ourselves, to be involved in the caring, serving, sometimes exhausting work of being his people, building his kingdom. This would be an optimum moment to say, yes, from now on, from today, starting here, starting now, Lord, I really will seek first your kingdom. And if that means I have to speak up to my friends about the faith I hold, if that means I have to make sacrifices of my time, my convenience, my space, my wants, I will do that because you're the king and you're calling me to that. Here on the cusp of the start of a new year, when better to reassess the nature and extent of our commitment and our loyalty Two days from the dawn of a new tomorrow. The government health people who would have us eat more carefully, take more exercise, give up smoking, watch what our alcohol intake is, whatever, they realise, of course, that good intentions, initial responses, are seldom enough to sustain the well-meaning dreamer. There's always a tendency to give up when it gets tough. You know how it is on January the 2nd, you go to the gym and you can't get parked for all the cars that are there. Go on the 30th of January, not quite so difficult to find a space, and by the end of February, park anywhere you like. For those who want release from their destructive lifestyle choices, there needs to be sustained follow-up. Resources to hand, encouragement given, support nearby, or else it just falls apart. And there are resources in place for those who want to make sure that the high idealism of our renewed commitment to Christ doesn't just melt away like the morning dew when the sun comes, or a dream dies in the morning. So worship here in this historic and amazing place will continue to happen and inspire and be a source of healing in word, in song, in silence. Fellowship is here. People who care about us and love us and pray for us and listen to us. And that will keep us keeping on. The open door of service is here for everyone who wants. And there is quiet and there is sanctuary as we try to make sure that the church will not just be one other burden for people to carry, 
one other duty, obligation that wears us down, but instead is seen as a place of refuge and reflection and stillness in the midst of the frantic demands of modern life. Would it not be the supreme irony if people stopped being connected with the church because it just provided more pressure? When you read the glossy magazines, you would think it was easy. A new year, a new you. If only. Truth is, we won't change that much in 2019. The circumstances of our lives will be pretty much the same. The same work, the same people around us. So where does this new you for a new year come from? It comes from a decision we make. A decision we make that as from now we will let the Lord be in our life with a new and living power. So that inspired and encouraged by his living presence, we will seek out fellowship. We will meet up close and personal with those whose love will help us to be strong. And we will serve the Lord with love and commitment that comes from the fact that we are his and he is ours. We'll not worship him in theory. We'll not read about him in a book. We'll not wonder what this thing is that others have that makes their faith so powerful and personal. Because our faith will be powerful and personal. Because we have renewed and deepened our commitment to him and to his work in the world. It can be like this in 2019 for us. Because he will not be for us the Lord out there somewhere. In some vague, disconnected, theoretical way. But he will be our Lord Right in here. And that will change everything. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let us bring our prayers for others. Imagine a circle. And we stand in the middle of that circle. And our prayer enfolds our community, the people we live among, the people we bump into every day, our neighbours, our colleagues. We pray for those who feel old and forgotten. We remember those who served you long and well but now cannot participate in the life of the church with the same vigour. Hold them, Lord. We think of those we know who are struggling with the pressures of life at this time. Marriages trembling on the brink of the precipice. Bereaved families sore and hurting. Young people wondering who to be, where to take their life. Lord, hear us as we pray for them and hold them in your care. (coughs) 
Lord, the circle enfolds our nation, the circle of care, those who serve in government, those liable to the seductions of power, those grown cynical about politics. We pray for today for all those who serve us in the emergency services and all those who take time and trouble to move out beyond the circle of their own concerns to care for others. We remember those looking after elderly relatives. We remember doctors and nurses and auxiliaries mending the wounded bodies and minds of men, women and children. Lord, hold them in your care. And now the circle is very wide. The circle of care. Lord, your world, meant to be a garden, could be a garden. So often turned into a slaughterhouse. Your world, so full of possibility, so often missing the mark. Lord, we pray for your world with its crazy delinquent inequalities, its wanton blindness to your way, bless all who do your work, whatever their name or their religion, and teach us the grace of servanthood. The circle of care is very wide. Lord, your heart is wide and holds us all. We pray to you this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. And so we sing our final hymn. God is working his purpose out. As year succeeds to year. M two three five. Two three five. Yeah. 